Scottish exam results, unemployment in the UK, and the Russian vaccine. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Tuesday, August 11th. Today's Daily Briefing will start with an update on a story that we reported on yesterday. Following an apology from Scottish First Minister Nicola Sturgeon, the Scottish Education Secretary, John Swinney, has announced that the 125,000 exam grades that had been downgraded will now be reversed. The reason they were originally downgraded was because of concerns about grade inflation. As teachers set the grades for their pupils based on estimates, there was an increase in higher grades and an increase in the total population who passed this year. This is still a concern, with the Scottish government claiming that this year's pupils may have an advantage over other pupils from other years. They have, however, claimed that overinflation is outweighed by a concern that people from working class backgrounds may feel that the system works against them and may lose faith in the system. All eyes are now on England, while students await the publication of GCSE and A-level results, and questions will invariably be asked about the comparability with Scottish results. If overinflation is an issue with results in England too, then the Education Secretary will either have to do the same thing as Scotland and not lower them, or grades will be lowered, causing a disparity between Scottish and English results. This will make things difficult for universities to compare candidates when they're applying for places. We'll update you on this whenever results are published and when a decision has been made. In other news, the UK's employment figures have been published today. While it should come as no surprise that unemployment is particularly high at the moment, with the coronavirus crippling the economy, unemployment isn't as high as originally predicted. This is due to the furloughing scheme that the government has used for a while now. Having said that, unemployment has still jumped by 220,000 people in the last quarter, which is the largest jump in the number of unemployed people in over a decade. The ONS claims that the young, the old, and manual workers have been hardest hit. It should also be noted that those on zero-hours contracts, those who have been furloughed, and those who are on temporary unpaid leave are not counted in these figures. If they were, the figures would be much, much higher. Consider just those being furloughed, who account for nearly 10 million people on their own. With Prime Minister Boris Johnson touting November as the possible month when social distancing advice could be dropped entirely, it's possible that businesses may start taking on more employees around then. However, it's also possible that social distancing advice isn't dropped due to a resurgence in cases over the winter, or even more simply, that businesses cannot quickly return to pre-pandemic levels of staffing. Whether employment will recover later this year is a big unknown as of yet, and we'll bring you more on this as the information becomes available. In global news today, President Vladimir Putin has announced that the Russian vaccine has been successfully developed and is ready for mass Russian vaccinations to take place in October. This means that human testing of the vaccine has taken less than two months. This has prompted officials to raise questions about its safety. However, Putin has tried to alleviate such concerns by stating that his daughter has already been given the vaccine. This follows the race between nations to try and be the first to produce a safe, effective vaccine that provides the same level of protection against the new novel coronavirus. Russia has already made the comparison of this race to a vaccine to the space race, naming the vaccine Sputnik V. October will show whether this vaccine is safe and effective, and whether mass vaccinations will allow society to go back to normal. We'll be sure to report on this in either a daily briefing or in a standalone video in the future. 
For those of you who think the news is too long, have a read or listen to the next daily briefing tomorrow. And you can subscribe to the newsletter at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. The Daily Briefing is a TLDR News podcast brought to you by 326 Limited. It was written by Ben Blissett and recorded and edited by Jack Kelly. And the executive producer of The Daily Briefing is Jack Kelly. Learn more about TLDR News at tldrnews.co.uk or by searching for TLDR on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram or Facebook.